Welcome to the Limitless Wrestling Podcast, the official podcast for your favorite indie promotion of all time. My name is Josh Nason, and on this week's show, we're going to pre this Saturday's Too Hot to Handle, which features not only main wrestling legend and former WWE star Sky Too Hotty, but for the first time, he's teaming up with Main Zone Dirty Dango. All kinds of other intriguing action on this show as well. We're also going to talk about the next show for Let's Wrestle and some additions to that card. Joining me as always is the owner and leader of Limitless Wrestling, the one and only Randy Carver. Randy, say hi to the good people. What's going on today, Josh? How you doing? Things are good. Things are good. Stories in the wrestling world, all kinds of stuff. I was just listening to a a podcast uh, about, uh, I, I would encourage anyone to listen to, uh, Dax Harwood of uh, FTR on the Renee pa- Paquette podcast talking about his past with uh, dealing with anxiety and bulimia. And he told this crazy story about Shawn Michaels. Have you, have you seen this yet? I haven't, I've seen, uh, there's been a few reports like out there today, like just shit from the interview, but I haven't got to sit down and listen yet. Yeah. So, so real quick, cause obviously this will be well out there by, by the time people are listening to it, but he, uh, so at rod 25, uh, which was what, 2018, he, he and, um, and cash Wheeler were going to get, uh, we're, getting get beat up by DX in this this angle they were doing or whatever. And he was talking to Shawn Michaels backstage. I guess he had known uh had known from like the the performance center days, what have you. And he was really just kind of opening up about some of these issues he had dealt with and kind of crediting his wife on on kind of helping him back. And he had just been coming off a torn biceps injury. And Michaels was relating because he's like, I've gone through all these issues too. My wife helped me, blah, blah, blah. So he said it was a real bonding moment. And then like later on when Michaels was in front of all the, uh, the DX group, they just start shitting all over Harwood and his injuries, making fun of him. And Michaels is just like ripping on him. And he's like, what the the fuck is this all about? You know? So he's telling this, these whole stories. And uh, yeah, he said afterwards, he's like, no one after, you know, we got beat up and all this stuff. The only people that kind of just, you know, thank you. Or or even just kind of like acknowledge us was Sean Waltman. Xbox. That was the only one that was cool out of the whole group. Everyone else just just treated him like complete garbage and all that stuff. I was like, wow, that is a that's that's quite a story. And uh, you know, talking about you know kind of the Briscoes thing and how a lot of promoters are offering their money. He's not sure what's going on with all this stuff. And it's it's uh, and plus the bulimia and the anxiety. It's it, he just opened up completely. It was uh, it was cool because he kind of comes off as this uh, kind of gruff character on TV. And then uh, just really just kind of, yeah, just opened up and and talked about himself. So, yeah, just that was kind of top of mind. I just listened to that a few minutes ago. Yeah, I, uh, I'm i going to have to sit down and listen to that now because it sounds like a good one. Uh, I was just listening to Jeff Jarrett's uh, Last Nail in World Class podcast that came out. I think it came out this week, actually, but okay. that's what I've been listening to. What uh, What regular podcast do you listen to anyway? I am – I think the only – podcast that i'm listening to and it's actually not a wrestling podcast but the only podcast i'm listening to like every single episode of is the around the nfl podcast oh, okay. i'm a huge fan of that i've been listening i think like six or seven years to that one um but wrestling centric i listen to jeff jarrett's my world i'm a consistent listener to that and i've really enjoyed it since the start um i you know begrudgingly have been checking out john alba's podcast with matt hardy (laughs) it's not for john it's for matt geez i'm trying to think what else i'm listening to i'm pulling it up right now you jump in what what do you listen to 
Well, let's see. I I listen to a few uh, that I do like not transcriptions for, but if there's kind of interesting stuff, I'll listen to some for the Observer. Um, I listen to Wrestling Observer Radio. Uh, let's see what else on the wrestling front. I, honestly, I don't. I try not. I'm so involved in like wrestling news and all this stuff during the day that to kind of hear the same shows reviewed over and over again. I'm kind of I'm yeah. kind of cool with that. Um, other than that, I listen. I listen to a lot of like fancy baseball podcasts right now because no it's uh, okay. yeah, yeah. I, I love fancy baseball, and it's uh, of course who knows when baseball is going to start again. But I kind of listen to that stuff. I listen to uh, Kirk Minahan show, uh, Bill Simmons podcast. I listen to probably about half of those, and I have like a bunch of ones I'm subscribed. I'll just kind of pick and choose. There's some stuff, uh, uh, pop culture stuff like The Watch. I'll listen to some episodes of that. Uh, some TV review type stuff. And uh, just kind of some of the things I'm into if I'm like interested what other people you know saying or talking about and uh, and so on. Um, I need yeah, to expand I, I, my podcast game. Like I'm just I don't have a, a great variety. I do like I'll pick and choose when people have interviews that they've done. You know what I mean? Like people who I give up. But I just like I don't have many podcasts that I'm like, yeah, I'm going to listen to pretty much every podcast this one puts out I, I like the interviews with like certain specific people more i guess yeah i try to, I, I found out there's so many out there that i find like a subject i'm interested in like mma i only listen to really morning combat that's it which is a, it's put out by uh, luke thomas and brian campbell as far as showtime and and their kind of deal there and that's really the only one i'll i'll watch listen to uh they also they, they do everything on youtube too uh, but I don't like, I don't need like five different opinions on MMA stuff, you know, just like in wrestling. It's like, I kind of, I kind of get it. So, um, I've definitely like, there were ones I used to listen to of, of, of any genre religiously. And then over time, use me, they may go on a break for a couple of weeks or something like that. You just kind of get out of it. And you're like, eh, I guess I really don't miss this that much. And I just kind of get in routine with listening to certain ones at certain times. And, um, there's probably like, you know, four or five core ones I listen to in any given week. Yeah, that's a good rotation. I, I'm always listening to podcasts, but I feel like it's just uh, I'm catching up on a few right now and just like going back and finding interviews I'm looking for. But then again, like I uh, I usually won't dip past like a year, like if, if an episode's like over a year old. I don't know why, but I just don't go back that far. Yeah, yeah. Well, talk about podcasts. Uh, before we begin this one, wherever you're listening, please subscribe and like the video. Don't leave us. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, wherever you're listening, even up on YouTube. Like, subscribe, all that good stuff as well. And uh, certainly appreciate that. That helps out. And let's get into this Saturday, Randy, because this Saturday, this is uh, this is always two fun words when it comes to pro wrestling promoting. Sold out. No more tickets available. Yeah, that just happened this morning. Uh, I woke up to... The news of being sold out as we tape this on Tuesday, which is awesome to see. Uh, we actually released some extra tickets for this one, so I don't know if we're going to have any room to fit any more chairs. It'll probably be a game-time decision. We've been able to do so in the past with just kind of changing up how we seat, but I don't think it's going to be possible with this one. So it looks like we are sold out for this Saturday, too hot to handle in Yarmouth. This will be coming very soon to IWTV, so if you can't be there live to see it, don't worry. Uh, it's going to be probably within the week, I would say. It'll be up on IWTV, available to stream. So uh, take a look at that. But if you're joining us Saturday, we're going to preview it right now. A lot of fun stuff coming on this card, and we'll talk about it. But, man, this is, like, nowhere close to the original rundown of this card that it looked like maybe a month ago. So 
Uh, A lot of changes, but I think when that happens, like history has shown that those are some of the most fun cards that end up getting put together is when there are changes that you have to be flexible with. I would agree. And we go right from the top. Uh, Do we know what the the main event is going to be? The world title match is going to be Sky Tuati, or are you not keeping those cards uh, close to the I mean, how could it not be the world title with how high a stakes we have for the match like that? And, of course, Anthony Green, special guest referee, anything goes, there must be a winner. Alec Price and Ace Romero. And Alex had a really tough competition thus far for the Limitless Wrestling Championship. I mean, it started with Chris Bay. It went to J.D. Drake in Worcester. We saw the matchup with Ace Romero at Cut Loose that, you know, really, we, we didn't get a definitive winner. We didn't get any winner. And everything broke down. Referees were demolished. It's going to be very interesting with A.G. in the mix, too. It's quite some time. It's been since Anthony Green, and he hasn't been a referee consistently, fuck, uh, going on 10 years now, I would say. So I know he's been brushing up with Eric Greenleaf and Nate Speckman. Uh, He's actually been in the New England Pro Wrestling Academy officiating a few matches. So uh, I I don't think he's lost the step in that department, but you hope he can keep his emotions in check in a match of this magnitude. Alec Price, I think he's had a chip on his shoulder this entire run. Uh, with people thinking that he can't hang in big match situations. And with the win against Bay, the win against Drake, taking Romero to his limit last month, I think he's proven it time and time again. And uh, I, 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 I have to stop right there. Taking tips and, and help from Eric Greenleaf. Can I, did you I just hear that right? Listen, I was just trying to put him over with that. I knew you'd get hung up on that. <laughs> he's really been talking to Nate Speckman, but... If I don't include Eric Greenleaf, he's going to fucking come from my head again on Twitter. And I just can't have that every day. You can't. You can't. And we yeah, got to so get him on the podcast. We have to. Do you think I can get more out of him than, than Alba did last time he was on here? <laughs> he did just kind of go in his shell real quick. Yeah. Like, we'll get... we, we had a whole episode for Greenleaf. And then he's just, you know, he was just chilling. Well, you know what? That's uh, when you have a, a, you know, I know John claims he's a journalist, but you also have one here as well. I, I think I can work on that. Let's make sure. Uh, Greenleaf's line is good. Maybe getting a hard line somewhere or something like that, a pay phone, you know, something like that. And, and we'll make that happen. But, uh, also did AG, uh, did you give him the suggestion about the HBK, uh, referee outfit in the short shorts, anything on that? I did. Uh, I'm not sure what the bottoms are going to look like, but I do know that there's going to be a custom Anthony green, a ref shirt, little tease wow. this weekend. So, uh, he'll be donning some, AG original stripes, and uh, that'll be something to see. But Romero Price, Limitless Wrestling World Championship, anything goes, must be a winner. Who you picking, must. Josh? I would say, you know what? I you you talked about him being uh you know un, un, not underutilized, but underlooked, overlooked rather, uh, underappreciated. I'm gonna go with Alec Price. He's he's got Ace's uh, ticket uh, before guys number before, and you look. He's a he's a big game player, man. You talk to him. He just made his debut for GCW this past weekend. Also, Jersey Championship Wrestling as well. He's his stock is climbing. He can't overlook Ace Romero. Ace Romero is a pissed off dude, and especially one that finally is getting a one on one match. Uh, when in this type of environment, obviously you get the 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 first one last time, the big rematch. Yeah, I I'm I'm just gonna Alec Price. He's uh, it's his time, man. It's his time. He's going to have a lot to contend with. Romero in the shape of his life right now. He's been training his ass off ahead of his first tour of Germany. Yeah, I would say, and obviously, yeah, as we've talked about, Anthony Green, I mean, he's got his his pass with both guys, obviously a little bit more extensive pass with Ace Romero. And, yeah, we've seen these things go before. So this is going to be wild. Main event coming up Saturday night. 
Anthony or uh, Alec Price versus Ace Romero. And then uh, this is an interesting match. This is uh, since the last time we spoke. We finally have some, uh, not only the mystery opponent or the mystery partner, rather, Brad Cash, who was determined when it comes to Sky Too Hotty and Dirty Dango uh, forming this main alliance on Saturday for the very first time. And Brad Cashew not only picked one partner, Randy, I don't know, this happened. He picked two in art, Ricky Smokes and Aaron Rourke. It's going to be a handicap match. So not only Sky Duhati coming back to Maine, he has to do so, him and his partner, Dirty Dango, against three guys. I think it's very interesting how Brad Cashew took what Dango laid on the table because Dango essentially said, you know, go find yourself a dance partner and meet me and Scotty Duhati back in Yarmouth. Well, I don't know if you saw the video, Josh. I mean, it, it's hit YouTube. It's it's, all, it's been all over the Twitter feed. But Brad Cashew, Aaron Rourke, Ricky Smokes, what an announcement to make this happen. But he he chose not one dance partner, but two. And a choreographed serenade of a dance was performed from these three to make the announcement official. And it will be Brad Cashew and Art. Minus Ava Everett, of course, she's over in Germany right now competing and training for WXW. So it's going to be interesting, man, to see if Art can pull it together with no Ava. We saw Ricky Smokes kind of come unglued on the broadcast last time when Ava, you know, was she looked in zombie mode right there, just packing her stuff. She was out. And I think, you know, it, it almost felt like it was falling apart at the seams. But Aaron Rourke, maybe he's the piece to bring it back together, of course. They've got the advantage here. Three wrestlers against two, but Scotty Too Hotty, Dirty Dango. What an environment it's going to be when these two hit the ring. Scotty back in his hometown for the first time in years. I mean, anyone that saw that video, Randy, I had to get my contacts, uh, my, my prescription changed because my eyes hurt so much after watching that video. But yeah, this is uh this is going to be fun. I, I think uh you know the the, the match aside having I mean th- again this it's amazing kind of last year run of having Dirty Dango uh not only return or debut and and obviously it's been a been a, a big part of Limitless the past you know 6 months or so whatever it's been. And then Sky Too Hotty coming back to Maine for the first time I think it was 2005 I think we said last time something like that. Uh for- I think he did uh he did big time wrestling. <laughs> before he went to WWE once again. And I think that was 2015 or mm. maybe it was even 14, but some, somewhere in that you're region. Right, so right. it's been like, I don't know, give or take eight years. Yeah. So seven still, years, that's depending a, yeah. on when that fell. A long time, but he's, uh, I mean, he's active and working, man. Like you look at his schedule stuff, he's got lined up even after this. He's, uh, you know, this isn't, uh, you know, your typical old WWE guy coming in just to collect a paycheck. He's, he looks in great shape. And he's been working. Uh, he's been, you know, in G7, and he's got a schedule, man. He's he's getting after it. So I'm I'm interested to see what happens here, and then also in the future, Sky Too Hotty. Really looking forward to this one. We spoke about Dango when that came to fruition. That was something that I didn't think was going to happen for a long time, if ever. And this this is another one. You know, uh, sometimes like I almost feel like people who get into those positions of like being a trainer at the PC, sometimes those are lifers. You know, that's a life position or or it's at least the span of your career in which you're not coming back for uh, another run. You know what I mean? And Mm -hmm. that's kind of almost what I expected with Scotty Tuhati. I just didn't anticipate that we would have this opportunity. And it's very cool that we do. And I listened to his interview with Jericho recently. Actually, that's a podcast I listened to. And uh, he was talking about how just like in WWE, WWF at the time, like he never really felt that, homecoming kind of atmosphere and uh just didn't really get a chance to fully embrace that 
And I, I think we're going to have that opportunity on Saturday. So I think it's going to be really fun and just something that I'm going to take in, you know, and step back and just, you know, it was such an occasion when Scotty Too Hotty, when I was younger, came back to Maine. And it was only a few times. It's only been a few times since he's been gone from WWE. So uh, it's really a moment in time I think we're going to witness on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And then this uh, this has changed a lot since the last time we spoke. So Savannah Evans of Impact Wrestling making her limitless debut and supposed to be taking on Becca, who was, you're talking about Germany a lot, was just over in Germany and got hurt. We'll talk about that in a second. And a substitute returning to limitless wrestling, a very worthy substitute. Trisha Dora is back. Tell me, tell me how the this one came together. Yeah, so first of all, obviously stoked to have Trisha Dora back in the building. Uh, I'm excited for this matchup with Savannah Evans. I think it's quite a test for her in her limitless debut. Bummed that we couldn't have this matchup with Becca, though. And obviously, uh, I don't know if people have seen it or not. We posted the photo. She did as well. But uh, she was injured while she was in Spain. Uh, She did a tour overseas, and she was actually able to wrestle uh, in the United Kingdom in Spain. But unfortunately, her first and uh, last for the moment match in Spain cut the tour short because she was drilled on her shoulder. And uh, I think at one point thought she may have separated her shoulder or broke something in there, luckily. No breaks, but uh, she will be having to take a break from wrestling at the moment because uh, that's going to be something she's got to nurse up. And I don't think she released any kind of time frame on her recovery. But luckily, uh, you know, it was it was better than anticipated because obviously the picture uh, looks pretty gruesome. Honestly, it looks like something's gone way wrong, but uh, not sure how long she's going to be out of action. Uh, I do believe that she'll be back, you know, sometime before the end of the summer and uh, we'll be able to get back to work with the pop star, the now international pop star. But yeah. it's a bummer, man. Uh, she had quite a tour set up. She was supposed to wrestle Ava Everett at WXW. Uh, Ava obviously still there making some noise for WXW. But that time we'll have to wait for Becca. But, you know, just another chapter in the book uh, for the leader of the Scrunchy Squad. I'm excited to see her back whenever that time comes. Yeah, but this, uh, to, you know, what you're saying, opportunities. You've talked about this before. And Trish Dorr getting an opportunity to return back and, Kind of a buzzworthy name and Savannah Evans debut. Yeah, this should be this should be a, a fun this should be a really fun match. And yeah, I mean, yeah, I'm, I'm sure both uh, both women would want uh, to return. So they both want to come out of this with a win. And yeah, who knows with a with a couple wins where it takes them. Yeah, these two competitors have actually squared off a couple times before. And I actually saw Trish talking about the match on Twitter earlier today, saying you know she's very excited for another shot at Savannah Evans. Feels like she's a better wrestler. Feels like she's stronger as well, which. I think with someone, you know, a, a brute like Savannah Evans, you're going to have to use some strength to try to get her down and throw her around a little bit. So Trisha Dora may be a different wrestler than the uh, first time these two competitors met. So I'm excited to see what she brings to the table in this one. Of course, Trish still looking for her first victory in Limitless. She was unsuccessful against Becca in her debut at Fresh Blood last year. And what a treat for Limitless wrestling fans. This match was supposed to happen at Let's Wrestle. And Anthony Green, you're not going to see him just once on the show, friends. You're going to get a chance to see him twice as Anthony Green versus Rat Daddy. The battle we have talked about on this podcast for almost a month did not happen in Let's Wrestle. We talked about that last week's show, about the travel issues, all that stuff. However, the man, Rat Daddy, going to make his his main wrestling debut on Saturday against Anthony Green for the Limitless fans. This is, uh, this is wild. How'd this come together? Yeah, sometimes things work out like this, Josh, and it was uh, pretty bizarre how it happened, but they were on a show together this past weekend for Black Label Pro, and 
Anthony Green uh, straight up messaged me. He said, I, I really want to wrestle Rat Daddy. He's available this Saturday. Could we make this happen? And uh, we were able to put it together. Rat Daddy making his main debut after all. Uh, he will be coming to Limitless to make his Limitless debut against Anthony Green. And it's an obscure matchup, but I'm really, uh, especially after watching, and if you want to get a feel for Rat Daddy, I would say check out his match from Black Label over the weekend. It's available on IWTV. This dude's just so like wonky and different in the ring. So it's going to be something super new for Anthony Green to try to game plan for. And I think a fun challenge for the former Limitless champion. Mm, very interesting. Obviously, go to Rat Daddy's Twitter. You can see the bizarre video we've talked about in the past. And yeah, this will be uh this will be good. But you know, Anthony Green's got to he, he can't get too hurt in this one. He's got to stay limber for that uh that match later on in the night. But this should be, yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Anthony Green taking on Rat Daddy this Saturday in Yarmouth. And then something that may not be as fun, Randy. Oh boy. We, I, we, I think we kind of knew this day was coming like a, a, like every summer we know that winter is coming. We know the darkness is coming upon us. Yeah. John Alba may be returning this Saturday along with prestigious uh, Chaney Thomas and BRG with the let's wrestle world champion himself, Mac Daniels against iron beast. The returning KTB and Shane Mercer. These guys, uh, when seeing their debut in Limitless, will never forget them. Power upon power. But yeah, I was I was disheartened, saddened, gut punched to see that there's a question mark of, of John Alba possibly returning this Saturday after his banning last September at the hands of Davey N. Oh, can't believe it. I feel like we've had these teases a few times before. I mean, obviously the ban was up January 1st of this year for him to return to Limitless and you know, things haven't gone exactly swell for prestigious. I guess, you know, they, they've taken a few steps forward with Mac Daniels winning the Let's Rumble and becoming the Let's Wrestle champion. But I don't know. I think he just likes to add on to my pre-show anxiety, you know, uh, the week ahead of the event to just throw these teases out there and wonder if he's going to be there or not. But the fact remains that Channing Thomas and BRG have quite the competitors ahead of them. This Saturday, KTB, Shane Mercer, who had a hell of a debut back at the price you pay in December against JT Dunn and Ace Romero. Uh, I'm stoked for this one because I know that BRG and Channing Thomas are going to get tossed around the ring. <laughs> They're going to get maybe even Mac Daniels will get tossed around the ring if I get lucky, but um no i i just uh i think brg and channing they've got a huge week ahead of them this week obviously and they've got a lot to game plan for here with ktb and mercer it's something different it's a challenge that i feel like in a tag team scope they haven't really had such a powerful such a brute strength built team like mercer and ktb so it's going to be interesting to see how they're able to kind of navigate this and you know, if they're up for the challenge i mean Again, I mentioned their debut at Limless. Uh, you talk about like how I would say how easily, but at times looking effortlessly, effortlessly, how Shane Mercer is able to throw around Ace Romero, right? What is he going to do to BRG if he gets a hold of him, right? And Channing <laughs> Chan Chan Thomas, Channing Thomas is not a small guy, but he's not as big and and as Ace Romero is. What's going to happen? Yeah, it's this. Uh, this is going to be very interesting. I don't know. John Alva may want to rethink the potential appearance because what if, you know, you, you know, sometimes he doesn't uh, he doesn't think through things that clearly he gets up on that ring apron and all of a sudden these boys take a look at him. Oh, that could that could be a limitless moment right there. But I guess we'll even see if he even shows up on Saturday. But yeah, prestigious versus Iron Beast. This is going to be a lot of fun. 
coming up on Saturday. And then we also, we have Mortar returning to action, taking on Eli Knight of Culture Inc. Talk about this one. This is Eli Knight's first appearance for Limitless Wrestling. And this is a match I'm really excited about. I feel like we have like one of these on every card where it's kind of a prove it match, like prove, prove what you can do. Let's see if you can hang and let's see what you bring to the table and mortar. Uh, I, I think mortar has had a really good year for his career where he's kind of found what he is again. I mean, the former CJ Cruz, we really saw him rise at the beginning of the Yarmouth era for limitless wrestling. I mean, he was victorious in the let's wrestle showcase. Uh, I believe that was the first ever fresh blood October of 2019, the first ever match in the Yarmouth Ambets. He won it and then had quite a run 2019 into 2020. And really, it felt like things kind of slowed up for him as well as a number of others when the pandemic kicked in. And obviously there was limited to no wrestling going on for a time period. And that's where I think we saw a lot of people kind of undergo a metamorphosis in their career and kind of figure out what path they were going to be on moving forward. And we saw a different guy come out of the pandemic. Now, Mortar, uh, a vicious competitor, takes no shit, you know, walks to the beat of his own drum. Uh, he's going one-on-one here with Eli Knight, who's looking to solidify a spot for himself in Limitless Wrestling moving forward, making his debut. Uh, we've seen him for Grind up in the Northeast. We've seen him for Beyond once or twice. And now as a single, too, which this guy, you know, he, he does kind of split his time. He's a singles wrestler. He's a tag team wrestler. But as a single here, we're going to see what he can do with Mortar, who does have the weight advantage, probably the power advantage. But I got to say, Eli Knight, one of the most impressive high flyers I've seen on the scene recently. So uh, I'm very interested to see what he can do in a match like this. Mm, good stuff there. And also on this card, two guys, I mean, they're not paired up with each other, but they've certainly been talking about each other, or at least uh, we'll, we'll get right to it. J.D. Drake and Rip Bison. Rip Bison wants a piece of J.D. Drake. J.D. Drake does not want a piece of Rip Bison. So he's not at his level. It's kind of blowing him off. So I, I don't know what your uh, extra security or what. But I mean, Rip Bison's crazy. If he wants a piece of J.D. Drake, he's going to try to get it. And uh, J.D. Drake's a smart guy. So I, I don't know what to make of this situation. I've been intrigued by it all week, honestly, because J.D. Drake straight up refusing to wrestle Rip Bison and got actually mad at how we worded a, a social media post yeah. this week when he backed down from a fight with Rip Bison, which I don't know. I, I think that's exactly what happened. I mean, it's not, it's not throwing any shade his way. It's just the, you know, the truth of the situation is that Rip Bison came to the aid of love Doug after he was spiked on his head after, uh, honestly, I, I watched it back an incredible fight with JD Drake. He did just undergo quite a match, but JD, I don't know if we've seen him really back down from a fight before in Limitless Wrestling. This felt like the first time, and Rip Bison was standing across the ring. And now, you know, after JD, it's not following a match now. This is this is something Rip Bison wants one on one. He wants a fair fight to see who the better man is. And JD says, "No, you know, I already beat you. I made you a star. I'm done with you." So uh, I'm not really sure what's going to go down with these two wrestlers. I do know they'll be in action this Saturday night, but. I've really got no more than that. Mm. I just, uh, I texted you this the other day. I was just watching Fortune Favors the Bold. And I had not, for, it was one of those events for some reason. I, I hadn't seen it yet. And so I, I watched it the other day. And that J.A. Drake and Big Beef match was awesome. That was, that was one of my favorite matches of, uh, of now I look back of like last year. It should have been one of my best of. That was, uh, <laughs> that was two, two, two meaty men slapping meat, or however you put it. It was, uh, they beat that was the hell awesome. out of each other. I think they that's did. the one where they went and they fought outside the venue a little bit. Yeah. They is did. that the one I'm thinking of? <laughs> they did. They went, they started going, they started going out towards that, that door down the stairs. 
And uh, I was just thinking in my head, I'm like, oh my God. <laughs> I was picturing like what you were thinking of, like, please don't smash the glass. Please don't smash the glass. <laughs> I was waiting for someone's head to just go through the front window of that door. I was, uh, what was the other match during that era when, uh, was it an MSP match or a, a, uh, might have a prestigious match where they, uh, or it might have been a Rip Bison match when one of the guys actually almost went through the bathroom door, like rammed oh, right that against that. Been... That I literally just talked to Alec about this. This was Alec Price, Ken Broadway, I believe. Oh, that's what it was. Yes, and yes, I yes. think I think I was literally on commentary for it, and I think someone got whipped straight up into the door and just ate it. And I I, I think I was like, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know that's one of the that's one of the few rules, especially like closed taping era. It was a little more intimate, um, so people were kind of using whatever space they had and there were a couple times where people got sent into the walls and i was like i think we just broke this fucking wall because uh for some reason this happened and it's a bummer that it didn't translate this way to video but uh davian brad cashew i think it was cashews uh maybe it wasn't his debut i think it was from pressure point uh they had the kickoff match and this is when john alba kind of used brad cashew to try to jump davian um he uh she sent cashew into the wall back first and literally the wall like flexed but the window like frame stayed in place so it literally looked like we pushed the wall beyond the window for about a second second and a half and then it flexed right back and i was like holy fuck wow unbelievable Everyone wants to run their own show, right? And yeah, <laughs> the yeah, reality is that. Uh, so yeah, so that's the uh, the rundown for this Saturday. Again, tickets for all intents and purposes are sold out. Wherever, obviously, stay tuned to Limitless Wrestling's social media channels, and you'll be able to kind of get any updates, any last second re- tickets are released or anything like that. But again, we've been telling you for weeks: you got to buy tickets early, got to buy tickets early, and uh, and here we go. So, but but for those people that cannot get in, as Randy mentioned, it'll be available very soon on IWTV. Also on IWTV, Randy, what a great idea. The best of Limitless 2021. Tell the good people about that. Yeah, so hosted by our own Ethan Scott, the best of Limitless 2021. There's a countdown. I believe nine matches included that were, we asked kind of an inner circle for some picks of theirs who, uh, you know, give us five matches here, five matches there that would be on your list. So it's from the, uh, you know, the midst of the closed taping era. I think we are the first match on there is from Double Vision. Uh, March of 2021, Daniel Garcia, Christian Casanova. It concludes with November, uh, concludes with actually what was voted the 2021 match of the year with Alec Price and Anthony Green. And there's a ton in between, including MSP versus the Workhorseman, Alec Price versus Eddie Edwards, Daniel Garcia, J.D. Drake, and so much more. So uh, give that a look. Ethan Scott did an awesome job hosting that. And uh it's about three hours of, you know, what was deemed the best matches in 2021 of Limitless Wrestling. This will be available on DVD very soon as well. So if you're still into the digital media, you'll be able to have that. And yeah, IWTV anytime, like we've said before, $9.99 a month. You can sign up with the promo code Limitless and pretty much the entire Limitless Wrestling catalog, all three seasons of the road, really anything you could imagine for independent wrestling is on this channel. So uh, you can download it to your phone. You can watch it on any kind of gaming system, Roku, on your laptop, wherever you want. So give that a look if you haven't already. And, of course, Let's Wrestle. Let's Rumble, Volume 15, uh, our return show in February. That's available to stream anytime on there in full. 
What a segue. We're just about to talk about Letzer. So again, you can check that out in all of its HD glory and some new camera angles and things like that. So yeah, this is a, a good show because you can check that out. And if you want to check out Let's Wrestle in person, Let's Wrestle returning to Herman, Maine on Saturday, March 19th for Volume 16, Playing for Keeps. Tickets on sale right now at LimitlessWrestling.com slash Let's Wrestle. And already announced to the show, Let's Wrestle champion Mac Daniels. We talked about him, the aforementioned Rich, yeah, Rip Bison, not Rich Bison, Rip Bison, Ichiban, Love Doug, and I believe uh, some, some debut. So Gal Barquet is on the show. He was originally supposed to debut, uh, I believe, the, uh, the, the show before. And then uh, A-game Joseph Alexander, correct? Yeah, so Gal Barquet was actually a part of the Cluster Jam last year. Oh, time, that's but, right. That's right. Uh, A-game Joseph Alexander out of the T2T school in New York. He's a uh, Logan Black product, and I think he's very impressive. Um, I actually got to watch him live. He was up here a couple weekends ago in Brewer and uh, had a really good match. I, I'm excited to test him with something. We can announce it right here for the podcast listeners. Limitless Wrestling Champion, we'll see if he still is at the time. The Prize City OG Alec Price will be on this show as well as Whoa. MSP Danger Kid Nade Nagro. Wow. Look at that. Big announcements on the show. So, yeah, that should be a, a good show. And again, tickets available uh, right now uh, at limitswrestling.com slash let's wrestle. And uh, are there still a, a front row sold out or what's the deal there? We've actually got three front row tickets remaining. So three front rows for Let's Wrestle March 19th. They're available just $20 for front row or $15 for general admission to get your tickets. They're sending out this week. Excellent stuff. All right. So we talked about this weekend coming up, Limitless, uh, Limitless Wrestling. Talked about uh, Saturday, March 19th and uh, Let's Wrestle, Volume 15. And anything else about those two shows that we didn't talk about, Randy? Anything else on your mind? Uh, I don't think so. I think just the, the ticket information is usually the question. Uh, both events, doors open at 7 p.m., first match at 7.30. Uh, ticket information for Let's Wrestle, you can find it on LimitlessWrestling.com slash Let's Wrestle. Obviously, I do want to remind everyone as well, uh, Limitless Wrestling The Road, Season 1 and 2, available to stream anytime on Pluto TV. So if you're a Pluto fan, type in The Road, type in Limitless Wrestling. You can watch that for free on there anytime as well. Uh, and then also, uh, we mentioned earlier, Alec Price, uh, Limitless Wrestling World Champion, making his debut for JCW and GCW over this past weekend. Uh, those shows available on Fight TV. Uh, and yeah, I, I did, did you hear any, any reaction to, uh, to his debut? So I actually got to watch it. Uh, I know you did as well, but yeah. uh, it was cool, man. You got to kick off the show with Jordan. Uh, really fun match. I think they complement each other well. It was very fast-paced and very much up Alec Price's alley. He's ready to go in a match situation like that. So uh, really enjoyable, and I think he really fits in well there. So I hope they bring him back. Yeah, I think he's uh, yeah, I think he's one of those guys you tell like a lot of people in Lake City. Some were some were familiar, but you know, first time guy that uh, maybe a lot of them. So kind of just getting used to him and things like that. But yeah, it was, it was an entertaining match. Jordan Oliver's a big dude. I I, I didn't realize he was that kind of well-built for whatever reason. He's bulked and, up a lot over the past couple of years. That's why they call him Big Breakfast. But, like, yeah. he, he really has bulked up quite a bit over the past few years. I remember when I met him, uh, you know, much smaller than he is now. And uh, I think that he – and this is through posts that he's made and all assumption on my part. But 
uh, I feel like he almost felt like it was something that held him down a little bit. And he's gotten quite big over the past couple of years. So good on him. And he is, uh, he is also a limitless wrestling alumni. He has appeared at, where the hell? I just had this. I just had this up a second Snake ago. Snake bitten. Snake bitten. You're right. Yeah. And he was a, uh, yeah, part of a, uh, <laughs> look at this line. So this is a, uh, scramble match. Uh, Brandon Kirk, Ophidian, The Whisper, Willow Nightingale, Jordan Oliver, and Ace Austin. I remember this match now. Yeah, this was uh, yeah, so the Westbrook Armory. Imagine that. This is back in what January 2019. Fucking bizarre. Yeah. Main. Do you remember? Of course you remember. Let me let me test you. Main event that night was. Main event was Anthony Green and Ace Romero against JT Dunn and MJF. God, the best mind of the business. Look at that. The Kings against Take Me Home Tonight. Man, crazy stuff. And, oh, that was the the uh, Amazing Red made his debut on that show. Yes. Yeah, that was a lot of fun. Red and Gangone, I believe, against Private Party. Um, You're right. So much fun. Yeah. Boy, I remember the show a lot. Yeah, Andrew Everett against Josh Briggs opened up the show. Wow. That's just, this feels like a, a, 18 lifetimes ago. This is wild. Uh, good stuff there. Awesome. Well, I hope everyone hope I see everyone on uh, Saturday night. If you don't, if uh, that those that have their tickets, otherwise get ready for the show on IWTV. Obviously you can follow limitless wrestling on social media, LW main on Twitter, limitless wrestling on Facebook, Instagram, and the TikTok. We may or may or may not be able to see Randy dance. I can't confirm that also on YouTube. I'm closing in at 950,000 subscribers. 300 almost 360 million views again 360 million not a uh not a misspeak there also let's wrestle at let's wrestle 207 on twitter facebook and instagram and follow randy carver randy underscore carver lw on twitter i am josh nason j-o-s-h-n-a-s-o-n limitlesswrestling.com for all your ticket merchandise needs we talked about pluto iwtv and we're on the road to this saturday too hot to handle we'll see you there in yarmouth for randy carver i'm josh nason and until next time be limitless.